Big Time Combos about issues facing singles today. It's the TBD Podcast. All right, so welcome back to a new episode of TBD To Be Determined Podcast. I'm Brian. This is Isaiah and Shannon right over there. Always breaking down issues, situations, topics that affect singles, uh, specifically Christian singles, guys. Before we get into another good show today, reading an article before we actually started the show. Okay. And I told you the title, but let me say it again for everybody who wasn't in on that, mainly everybody that's listening right now. It says men should always pay on first dates as a way to check if the other person is entitled divorce lawyer says, and I will get to the main point of the article cause it's pretty long, but he says, um, let's say at the end of the date, you pull out your wallet and you offer to pay and your date just sits there expecting you to pay as if it's the obvious course of action. You just learned that the person in front of you is entitled and frankly has the audacity to expect a near stranger to pay for them. Just imagine how someone like that would treat their significant other. This man spitting. That's so This unfair. man spitting. That's so you hear unfair. You me? He preaching out I here. Just... What's his name? Bishop what? Bishop. Really? I, can, I can't even <laughs> really? find his name right now. I'm going to find his name by the time I get y'all y'all opinion. So whoever wants to take that first and then the other person I'm, spar back. I'm old school, so I want to pay for all the dates until we in a relationship. Yeah. And then we head down like marriage situation, then... Maybe she want to chip in or treat me every now and then, but in date and get to know somebody, I want to pay every every date. But if a woman suggests, you do or don't? I don't. I mean, do. I do. okay. Okay. I just want to make sure you're stressing that. Now we might eat church's chicken a few times. No, don't do that. But that uh, ain't a date. <laughs> yeah. Why but, you ain't giving no no and nod when he said church's chicken? You gave me a no and nod when he said he want to pay for every date, the first time and the second time. Now he said church's chicken. Now you all you stone faced it. You stone faced it. Churches chicken is so, but if a but if a woman suggests like, hey, let me, I um like first date, I got it. That's kind of gave me a cue that she's not really that interested. That you know, that like she want to cut her losses. That's the vibe I get when a woman say, hey, let insist on let me paying first date. Well, I would say no, no, not first date, not for not not. You said all dates. I said, I want to pay for all day, but oh, on the okay. first date, mm-hmm. if a woman say, I got this, nah, I'm going to like, oh, you're not really in, you're not really interested. You're trying to cut your losses. No harm, no foul kind of vibe. So that's, that's what I get. No, and women do use that as a device. I have used that as a device when somebody's just like, oh, I got this. I'm just like, mm, no, no, you <laughs> do not. But that's different. Going Dutch is different from you paying. And I think that it's society. I think it's a cultural thing where women, when a man asks you out, that women just believe that, you know, okay, well, he asked me out on a date. He's going to pay for the first date. I mean, it's, it's, it's cultural. And by the way, I just saw a clip of Shaq talking about how Shaquille O'Neal talking about how he <laughs> I'm like you calling him by his first name now yes, I know him because there was some like you know Middle Eastern princess who had um proposed to him and he said that he wasn't interested in her because they went out to fancy restaurant of course they did it was not church's chicken by the way and he said that she was just like oh your money's no good here and he said that he didn't he he found that unattractive that she would offer to pay for his for the first date and so it was like no 
the difference between one of the big difference between men and women is this. When we hear about Shaq, we like, cause Shaq's an NBA player. <laughs> now if we had switched that around, we talking about Rihanna. A lot of women I think identify with Rihanna like, well, Rihanna can do it, why can't I? Whereas men are like, that's Shaq. Oh, okay, he may take offense to that. So you we if I make twenty thousand if I make thirty we live in reality. And other people don't live in reality. <laughs> both of those, both of those statements are true. Yours is just a lot more educational because you going, you know, you going to your high Ivy League like school right now. So, okay. so Shannon, I want to know if a guy says, "Let's go Dutch" on the first date, how did that make you feel? Oh, I'll be like, "Oh, we going Dutch," you know, and it will be treated as such, just like that. Yes. Yeah. How how much worse as the Honorable Bishop uh, Joseph Lee out of Tor- Justin Lee out of Toronto will she treat you as uh, the significant other? If she treating you like that right now? But that's unfair, though. I think that you actually have to have some kind of understanding. Listen, the level of equality is just it's peppered with uh, hypocrisy. <laughs> that thing got that thing got unequal real quick, didn't it? It got cultural real quick. It got traditional real quick. I'm not mad at you either way, right? I like this right here. I'm not saying I don't pay for first dates. I'm just saying. Okay. I'm just saying I think it's an interesting point. That's not wrong. Mm. But it's other cues I'll be looking for for entitlement. Not the first date situation. My mom, I'll be looking for other cues and red flags for entitlement. His point was not that she should have to pay for the first date, but if she just sit there, on her phone, so looking she at you. Act like she got to act, act on like, other stuff. Act. Now all of a sudden, now that now this is above you. This and he's is above a divorce you. lawyer. He's jaded. He's jaded. But, yeah. He's yeah. I would take more offense for the proverbial like, oh, let me go for my purse when you really don't mean it. That's that's disingenuous to me. But you that's don't know that. Flag. But now you don't know that. You I don't might have to see it out. But do your point. We have a friend who got taken in twice. By the same person <laughs> who didn't go for the wallet. And I have heard you say that that person, I won't name any names, is entitled. Let's start with. No. <laughs> put a rhyme with. She put up an L. So when you see oh, that. Doggone it. Doggone it. But, um, <laughs> okay. See, now you got to remember that because I can't have your back because he ain't out me like that. But you got to remember that now. She won't listen to this podcast anyway. I hope. I hope. I pray. Now, not. see, bro, no, she can't. She I came mean, at me once because so. she live in Mandarin. I mean, the South Side. I mean, I over there, like, hey, come on, man. But okay. But the thing, she invited herself to the date and then made the man pay. She was like, "Oh, we should get together and tell me about your trip." And then want a trip. He's like, okay. I ain't never heard that story before. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. My, See, so don't get mad at me. I, I, I haven't even heard the story before. So we have a friend that I went out of you town. Are, though. He went out of town <laughs> for a couple guy. weeks, came back. Oh, going it. The girl said, oh, I'd love to hear more about this trip. Uh-huh. Let's get together. They they go out to dinner. Uh-uh, at a park. <laughs> Free. No. Was it a monument? <laughs> <with> a <laughs> Memorial park? Whatever that is. By they, the water. They went out to dinner. Uh-huh. Then at the end of the meal, she was like, Okay. <laughs> and she did not pretend not, like she was going for her wallet like, either. Mm-hmm. And you said she was entitled. But I say a lot in all things. reality, I mean, based on what you said before, she would she, she did the right thing. But well, based off of what you said, since she was the one that's like, let's go, I'm going to hear more about it, <laughs> she should have been the one who paid. I'm talking about what Isaiah said. Right okay, now. my but bad. <laughs> she was trying to get a free meal. That's all. She was trying to get an a entree. She wasn't trying to hear my friend's story. That would disgust me to no end. 
That's but that would happen twice. No that happened two times. She bamboozled my friend twice. The second time, it would have been like, "Let's it's go on for him. a walk." <laughs> second time is on is on him. Well, yeah. I'm only disgusted by the first time. That's yeah, it. Well. The second time, kudos to her for being able to hustle that again. Mm-hmm. Well, but I am disgusted. To my <laughs> friends, to my friend, um, it ain't uh, the old rapper said it's, it's not pimping if you got it. He he probably got it like that. Take out a couple entitled women. It won't hurt his pockets. That's not my story. That's not my testimony. What you paying for? Conversation? <laughs> Her conversation? Yeah. No. Nah. Okay. So, all right. So that's that's yeah, almost so half the podcast. But yeah, we'll we'll do a later episode about that. But let's get into actually today's show. We want to talk about Christians and politics. So, you know, first thing that I want to get you guys' idea on is can you be unequally yoked in politics with a person that you're in a relationship with? What do you say, Shannon? I think there are so many different levels to that. I mean, what do you mean by unequally yoked? Like, Because you look like somebody that a Republican would like. You know what I mean? Everybody likes. I mean, all different persuasions. <laughs> So that's not not saying everybody likes me. I'm single. That's what she said. But mm um, no, I don't know. I have to think about that a little bit more. That's a GOP. That's a GOP sweater, right? I mean, what about you? (laughs) Look at you. Thank you. We're not going to talk about what you like. That's what I'm. Thank you, because I was about to say, listen, this is what you do to counterpunch when he say that. This is what you say. I mean, I may look like someone a GOP like you look like you like every GOP in the book. That's what you say next time. I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay, these two. Now they double teaming me, but um. Let me see. Well, I the you're way trying I, to be undercover too. That's the part. That's the part right there. I'm I'm apolitical. <laughs> I'm apolitical. The Lord, she, why are you looking hard now? My voting card says no party affiliation. But what How the, about that? But but what? But who y'all voted for though? Oh, none your business. Mm-hmm. Okay, we still black. They affiliated with somebody, but I, no, <laughs> they affiliated with somebody. So what's so for a woman? that I'm interested that's investing in any political party overly invested. I'm, I'm not really attracted to that because I'm called to everybody. I mean, when I got put in my heart that my ministry is for all people that I have to love everybody and my personality type, I'm all or nothing. So for me politically, I have to be de-invested. So if I, if a person want to, on either side of the spectrum, she's really heavily invested. That's a kind of a turnoff because I can't keep up with that same energy. So that is unequally yoked in that respect, then. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, mm-hmm. but either side, if you, oh yeah, for me, if you if you got enough energy to post on about anything political, I'm like, Ugh, you better be fine because it's a sliding scale. And if you really, if you really what I'm attracted to, I'm like, I don't care if you was to the um was at the White House flipping over tables. I'm like, man, but she fine though. Oh, I don't she fine, she mine. Oh yeah. Oh, they got you on camera flipping over police cars. I'm like, man. Mm. Strong. She's strong. Burning down businesses, huh? Yeah. Burning down all the businesses. I'm like, "Mm." but she looks like a top notch model. Molotov cocktail. Holla at your boy. And uh, what do you call it? Uh, In the the makeup. I yeah. can't think of the the M makeup thing. Mac, yeah. Mac, Mac and Molotov cocktails. Yeah. You know, right? Oh, look at like, that! If I'm attracted to you, I got grace for you. If I'm attracted to you, I got grace for you. Mm-hmm. But Unending. I feel like a lot of men are like that, though. 
but then complain about the outcome because it's not about character. Because if you see her throwing that Molotov cocktail, you're just like, ooh, you are so... I mean, that's on you. I married a revolutionary. Right, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Until six months later and she does something crazy like cheat on you, expect you to go to work and buy her all these things while she doesn't clean up the house, take care of kids, anything like that. Uh, I'm like, okay, this is how I feel. It's good when you're flipping over their car, but don't come flipping over my car. But that's the kind of person (laughs) she is. If If she flipped over their car... Best believe, at some juncture, she's going to flip yours over, too. Go storm the White House, but don't come storm my house. Ooh, that's a word. But um, <laughs> that's how I feel. I mean, be honest with you, that's how I feel. But, you know, I think that Christians a lot of times make, and that's one of the articles which I won't bring up because apparently it was too long. But I think that we do, um, we're guilty of making politics a god. So politics, we start to, you know, get involved with idolatry and putting politics above um, our belief system. And I feel like that's dangerous. Now, I don't believe with political, political, how you say that? Politicalization. Okay. I don't know if that's a word, but yeah. Yeah. Politicalization of human rights, social, um, social justice. I believe those should be separate from how we pay taxes or who fills the potholes. I believe those are like core issues. So I agree. I, so I'm like, how, how are you with the issues? Not the taglines, but how are you with the issues? How do you treat people? But I think politics kind of put a layer or uh, disassociation over real matters, human matters. I agree with that. This is the article. I mean, cause it's just perfect. Exactly what you were saying. The article is from the Gospel Coalition. Just so that you know, watch the interest, watch, look at the energy. <laughs> I just, I just want to let you, you know, watch, read the room because he's about to. About he to already told me I got 10 seconds. <laughs> but I have him. to tell you, Yo. I have to tell you where it's from. It's from the Gospel Coalition, September uh-huh. 2nd, 2020 by Eugene Park. And he entitled the article, Are Christians More Confident in Politics Than in Christ? And I'll say why yes they are as a matter of fact is that the article you reading it no the the i'm just saying that the article that's what the article said it was the article don't give me your commentation on the article well it was interesting um (laughs) because one of the things that he said was um in other words politics can often become an idolatrous substitute religion with fundamentalist zeal as david french some guy points out but then he also said something else that was really good let me see if i can find it it was in the section false certainty. As each camp believes its viewpoint is foolproof, perceptions of and accusations toward the quote-unquote other side become increasingly brazen, brazen. And he goes on to say what you were saying, Isaiah. Basically, he was saying for some on the right, any pastor who speaks about social justice is immediately labeled a Marxist. And then for some on the left, the slightest defense of President Trump or even just holding a baby of a different ethnicity exposes your white supremacy. And so I think that that the church, unfortunately, is now known for that. When all of this stuff started happening, gosh, it was like 19 or 2019, 2020, and the church got so heavily involved in politics, it was embarrassing. I don't know. Did you guys feel that way at all? I felt that the church was has been deceived. Mm-hmm. So I believe polit- politics is just a branch of this world. Mm-hmm. So for us to get really invested in it and choose a side of a coin that is already 
part of the world's infrastructure, we're falling into a, a lie and we've been deceived. Because mm-hmm. when we do that, we negate the true issues, the true matters. And as Christians, we fly not against flesh and blood, but of principalities. Why are we not praying for the lost instead of trying to convert them to a political party? Right. Um, idolatry. I agree. I agree. And, you know, it's funny because you were asking like, oh, you know, being about being unequally yoked. I think that you can, I do believe, you can come from different political perspectives and be equally yoked. Um, However, I think, you know, that should not be the most important thing. I think we need to know the ethos, like the philosophy of somebody as a believer first before we start talking about political parties because then you understand for me, like how their beliefs or you know their faith beliefs actually align with what they do politically. That's just me personally. Mm-hmm. My biggest fear is how would somebody accept me not be, being apolitical? Is that a fear for you, really? Yes. Really? That that is a fear because oh, because of what you like, and they typically like a certain thing. Yeah, I like. Women that love the Lord, yes. Uh, and they, mm-hmm. <laughs> I love women. I love Christian women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> my biggest fear, like, hey, I'm I'm apolitical. They might think I'm not involved. Mm-hmm. They might think I'm, I'm not aware or not involved over the issues at hand. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I want to be called to all people, no matter what they believe. I want to be able to minister, befriend anybody, agree, and everybody. Mm-hmm. So, what about you, Brian? Uh, as far as, yeah, I mean, I don't think there's an issue with getting involved in politics, you know, as long as you prioritize uh, God over it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, everything you guys are saying, I'm sure, is true. You know, I don't know how plausible it is, how much of a reality it is to not be involved in some capacity uh, with it. Just, I mean, you're, you're on the earth. I guess, technically, if you just didn't want to be involved in any capacity, you could, you can affect some change. Some, I don't know how much you really can, but you can affect some by being involved, whether it be on a local or, you know, if you're one of those guys that or one of those people that move up in the state or national government type deal. Um, so, yeah, but as long as you have the right prioritization, then mm-hmm. I don't see an issue with getting involved with it. But I, I understand why it's hard to do and, you know, the issues that you guys are bringing up. Yeah, totally get it. Yeah. Totally get it. So I'm guessing that this means that politics for you guys doesn't weigh heavily on the relationship. Hmm. Or are you guys saying maybe it does, but it just shouldn't? It It does for me. If somebody's... And very politically invested. Yeah, I'm just like, just don't annoy me. That's all. I'm like, there, there. Now there are some things I feel like if you're a believer, there are just some things I'm like that. Mm, I don't know about that. And it's not the things that Christians usually fight over either. There are some things I'm just like, mm, I feel like that's not that's not the Lord. But I mean, just don't get on my nerves because everybody has a different perspective. I'm sorry, I jumped over you. No, what you were saying is what you said. Yeah. But um <laughs> yes, I I feel like it's it's not a it don't make it an issue. Like 
but some things I don't make it an issue. But my biggest fear that the person will be deceived, believing like their political views can bring on change. And so, therefore, when you have that, say, hey, my political views can bring on change, then they're very uh, radical about it. But if you take it as what it is, or you're in the world, not of the world, and I'm like, we can vibe, we can chill. Yeah. Just don't invite me to any rallies. rallies right. Or don't make me have to like your post about <laughs> your political views. We good. If you're posting, I'm like, I'm probably just going to be like, don't really, I mean, because I can disagree with you. But the problem is, I personally, what I feel like, and this is how I've always felt, that believers are always looking for a political messiah. Mm. I really believe that. Instead of us looking towards the Lord, like you know what you believe, you know why you believe it. I feel I do believe that we should be voting. That's part of our responsibility. Isaiah said, do not, do not be of the world. I, do not <laughs> be involved with government, politics in any capacity. And that's a part of it. I Stay out I of it. I didn't say that. I Stay said, out of it. I, what I said was, Stay out of it. <laughs> Do what grace allows. Nah, you ain't say that. That's what no, I No, no, run back the tape. That's if you on YouTube, so run it back my, to about the, the grace that ago. God has put on me will not allow me to be involved in political. Because I was very militant back in my youth. Uh, watching um, Spike Lee movies, Do the Right Thing, uh, Malcolm X. Very Do political. Right. Sorry, remember that song? No, Never I don't. <laughs> Shut up. fact, I do not remember that. You would have to sing more of that. Yes. Whatever. But yes, I was in, and when I converted my life, when I rededicated my life to Christ, he said, that part of me has to die. Now, why you got to drag Spike name through the mud like no, that? No, I love Spike Lee. Now, Spike Lee, you were like, before I knew the Lord and I was militant, no, you know, and I hated people, I was listening to Spike Lee. Now... I gotta let that part. The spike ain't do nothing but no, go to Knicks games. No, my militancy, I had to let go. Uh-huh. I was very pro African American, very fight the power, fight the powers that be. Fight the power. Okay, I'm done. okay I don't know. this is not a duet. <laughs> but in knowing Christ, I had to lay that aside in order mm-hmm. to do what God has me to do. So I'm just, I say, do what your grace allows you to do. Yeah. Well, my final word is this. There you go. I feel like I do not think that being with somebody who um, has different a different standpoint from me politically um, is the same as being unequally yoked. However, um, I do believe that somebody who holds um, politicism above um, the Bible, like for me, that's an unequally yoked situation. Um, Brian. If someone wanted to say, join the conversation, how would they do so? Okay. I, you, okay, you like, forget your final word. I mean, I like, like, what is your I like final it. word? Yeah, like, I like it. I like it. Yeah, so. I you're gave, doing somebody else's job. No, I so. You're stay in your lane. You had a final word. And I gave my final word before. I got to say final word to make it a final you do, word. Yeah, you kind of My do. final word is, I, I'll holler at anybody. If um, you find enough. Yeah, you fine. I like if it. I'm a try, Mac yeah. and Molotov cocktail. Hey, man, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. I'm down. That's my final word. Let's do what God allows. Said, if you from that Eastern Bloc, you from one of them war torn countries. Man, wow. please, I got a place for you. You know what I mean? Nah, I mean. Wow. Yeah, yeah I mean. Final word. Let's do what God allows, <laughs> if, not what we want. Flipping over tables in the White House and your house. 
Mm. No, I ain't. The house of your heart. (laughs) Ooh, tear it up. (laughs) All right. So if you want to get involved with the conversation, we have a phone number that you can leave a message. Uh, It's 904-513-8597. 904-513-8597. And then we also have a Gmail, which I don't know if you can make it out right here, but if you can, that's great eyesight. It's like, what, 2040 eyesight? It's tbdjax at gmail.com. Leave a comment, leave a topic, tell Shannon and Isaiah how much you enjoy, you know, their conversation and their verbal sparring or not, or not. You can <laughs> not do any of those things, right? You just listen and make sure that, you know, you're liking and subscribing. I don't know what this is posted on yet, but I'm sure there's a like, I'm sure there's a share option of some sorts and probably a subscribe or follow or something like that. So you can do all that stuff too. So that's another great podcast guys and, and hold, one more thing and if you want to shoot your shot at my girl shannon do it she loves that just don't be a stalker i can tell you where she live at holla well y'all I'm about to give all the information <laughs> of the one friend i know you know Mind well, Mind well cia fbi jso right here huh he has no filter he's like what's the award money okay <laughs> award money award anyway all right so that's it for uh today's episode you know who else did that judas okay go ahead i'm sorry this has been to be determined <laughs> podcast until next week all right